The Fascination of Chemistry, Vaca's Audio Magazine. A warm welcome to the latest in our series of podcasts. Say goodbye to bites. Mosquitoes can be a real nuisance. Their bites are itchy and painful. And for 750,000 people each year, they are ultimately deadly, says Dr. Ingo Yeshke, head of a business team at Wacker Biosolutions. Mosquitoes are the animals that claim the highest number of human victims, as they are responsible for the transmission of many dangerous diseases. Malaria is well known, of course. Yellow fever, chikungunya, West Nile virus, and the list goes on. And that's why it's important to protect ourselves against mosquito bites in tropical areas. One thing that does the job is insect repellent. That could be a natural product like essential oils. A number of synthetically produced substances also repel mosquitoes. These are volatile substances applied to the skin. They form a kind of protective odor shield. The pests are therefore no longer able to pick up our scent so easily. The problem is that the repellent evaporates pretty quickly. And that's also where we come in, because we can use our cyclodextrins to extend the effectiveness of the repellent. That is, we can give existing, well-known substances a bit of a boost. Cyclodextrins. These substances from the Wacker lab consist of sugar molecules. Linked together to form a ring, they display good biocompatibility, and when viewed under an electron microscope, look like donuts. The hole in the center is where other molecules can be temporarily trapped, as if in a cage. In the lab, Ingo Yeshka shows us how easily it works. A cyclodextrin and the insect repellent are dissolved and given a good stir, and that's it. Whenever we apply mosquito repellent to our skin, a lot of the substance is initially released unnecessarily, which is a waste of repellent. But by adding cyclodextrins within a specific concentration range, then I am able to reduce this initial boost and simply slow down the release as a result. In other words, the cyclodextrin molecules hold on to the quantity of active ingredient that would otherwise have been wasted straight away, and release it gradually instead. But too much cyclodextrin should not be added either, because then hardly any of the active insect repellent substance would evaporate, which is not enough to form a proper protective shield, resulting in a number of bites. Wacker researchers at their lab in Burghausen are experimenting to find the optimal ratio. This is our climatic test chamber. Here we can adjust temperature and atmospheric humidity and determine the evaporation rate of active substances by adding cyclodextrins. This climatic chamber, therefore, ultimately helps us find the best formulation. The best mixture. It has been proven that just a few grams of cyclodextrin per liter are enough for the insect repellent to evaporate at a much slower rate. But does that really lead to people being protected against bites for longer? That's what the researchers are testing on volunteers. A sample mixture is applied to the forearm of the test subjects. And up to forty female mosquitoes are let loose on that piece of skin in a plexiglass chamber to see how long it takes for two of them to bite. 
So far, I've always managed to find colleagues willing to join me. We usually spend three days in this lab and test the repellents ourselves. This has the major advantage that we are able to see directly how each of the formulations feel and how they work, which is really helpful. The result is very promising. The protection against insects lasts far longer. For example, nine hours instead of six is enough for a good night's sleep without being woken up by itchy bites early in the morning. A number of mosquito repellent manufacturers want to launch longer-lasting cyclodextrin products. They should be on the market by 2019. That's all for now from The Fascination of Chemistry. You'll find more information online at www.vaca.com slash podcast. Until next time. Goodbye. Vaca. Creating tomorrow's solutions.